Ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies. Uh, tonight's going to be an amazing episode, fantastic episode. Um, we have the pleasure of bringing on Sam Tripoli from the Tinfoil Hat uh, Comedy Club. I think I said that right. But uh, either way, yeah. Sam Tripoli is fucking on Talk Junkies, man. So we're excited, man. Either way, that's very all it comes down to. We're very excited. So thanks for joining, man. How the fuck is it going? Uh, guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, I got a podcast called Tinfoil Hat, and uh, it's great, and I'm happy to be talking to some Chief fans. It's fine. You guys want to <laughs> enjoy that. Enjoy that. Oh, we're living it up, man. Back to back. We're living it up. We got. Well, I'm happy. It ha- it, it's really weird to be like, to have been excited to root for Chief fans. It was uh, a weird thing, but as a Raider fan, it was awkward. But just Pat Mahomes is an interesting guy. He's a trans. You know, he's he's kind of bigger than the sport, which is interesting. You know, I, I live in L.A., and uh, we have the Chargers here, and they are a lost franchise. They're a lost franchise. Yeah, like, yeah. they have zero fan base. They need somebody like a Mahomes to come in to get anybody to care for them because they not bringing the Raiders here is the dumbest move ever. They should have brought the Raiders here, which would have – totally galvanized the city you would either be a Raiders fan or a Rams fan and now nobody cares about either team yeah yeah well well, that kind of answers my question about I was curious how you felt about the Raiders going to Vegas because as a Chiefs fan I'm excited to go to that game this year because I get spend some time in Vegas because that sounds dope but yeah I get to play some poker watch the Chiefs you know kill them in a what what is it the Sunday night primetime game I'm pretty sure is the first one that that we play against them, but yeah, in, in Las Vegas. But no, I'm excited about that. You guys are uh, you guys enjoy it? I think it's gonna be great. The only problem is you guys are gonna be coming up on when Mahomes gets his big contract, and that usually is when teams take a beating, and it sucks because they do deserve to get paid so much, but you know it just it takes away from them being able to spend anywhere else. So you know. It's good. So enjoy it. I think you guys deserve it. I'm, you know, I'm, I like, I, I love the game. I love Andy Reid. I'm glad he got his chip. And it's just, I think the quarterback position should be a separate from the cap. Yes. I, the owners will never do it because they're making so much money that, and they just don't understand big. I, it's just so weird for billionaires. They don't seem to see big picture and it would be much better if they could take that aside and just be able to spend on the rest of the team and they would be good for a long time, but who knows, man, but it's fun. It was fun to watch. And I'm glad Andy Reid got his chip. Hey, Patty, Patty Mahomes is fun to watch. Derek Carr is not. So we'll, we'll take Patty Mahomes all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank you for keeping it 100. Yes, so I, yes. I'm not against that. I want, you know, I went to the uh, last Raider game. Uh, and it was really, really, I felt bad for the city of Oakland. Because they had it, and then they lost it, and uh, and you just—I don't know if it's uh, Gruden's uh, offense or just Carr's gun shy. Because when he came into the league with Jack Del Rio, he was running and gunning. They were like, they called him Black Jack because he was taking gambles. And uh, he, I mean, dude, I where I was sitting, which was, I went there with a good friend of mine. He was nice enough to let me sell my tickets. And uh, I got his extra seat, and then I got to pay for my whole trip through my selling my tickets. And uh, so we were in the black hole. I got to go to the black hole. It was the first time I went to a live Raider game, and it was uh, the last game in Oakland. And 
uh, just he wouldn't. He was just gun shy. I mean, you just see wide open, wider, and he just wouldn't hit him. Very interesting. I bought four tickets, and I'm sure this is why you guys had me on your podcast to talk <laughs> yeah, Raider yeah, football. Yeah, absolutely. Like, finally, finally, we get to talk Raider football with this guy. <laughs> Sam Tripoli talking about Kansas City and the Raiders. Um, so, uh, I, so I, you know, when they, when they say they're moving to Vegas, I went to college there, went to UNLV, so I'm excited about that. It's actually an easier trip for me to go to Vegas than it is to go to Oakland. It's a much longer drive to Oakland. So I was excited. So I said when the tickets came out, when the first game was announced, I'm going to go rush and grab tickets. So I went there, and, it, you know, they announced it's going to be second second game of the season, second week. New Orleans will be at August. So I go there, I grab tickets. I grab four. I don't know why I grab four, but I grabbed four, and they were $750 each. And because I wanted to give, like, the guy, I wanted to bring my kids because I have two newborns, so I wanted to bring the baby's mama, my girl, and uh, she's standing right there. They hate when you. They hate <laughs> things. To, fucking rappers ruin everything. They ruin guns, pimples, and calling chicks baby's mamas. You can't do that anymore. So I decided to do that, and and then bring Johnny and XG if they don't piss me off by then to the show. So I grabbed the tickets. They were $750 each, but I've been saving. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab them. So I buy them. And the next day, I get hit up by the ticket broker. And they're like, hey, uh, something popped up when we were verifying that you, uh, that you were who you were. Another ticket company sold those tickets, so they're not available anymore. Would you like to find comparable tickets? I'm like, you know, part of me was like, fuck, good. I can get out of it buying these tickets. But I'm like, okay, show me what you got. So they looked in the area, and they couldn't find anything. And then they're like, well, nothing's there. There's two more places where you can buy four tickets. And, the, and one was, they're like, well, we got this one in the end zone on the lower level. We have four tickets. I go, well, there's no way those are the same price. They're like, no, they're not. And I'm like, fuck. They're like, but what we'll do is we'll, we'll cover the difference. Oh, hell yeah. So, so... At the time, they were about $1,200 each. So by the time the game starts, I'm probably, if I wanted to, be able to sell them each for twice as what I bought them if I don't want to go. But, I mean, it's the first game in Raiders. I got to go to a Got to go, man. Yep. So you're coming to Kansas City soon. Is that not right? It was right? a long story that I really <laughs> yeah. enjoyed. And you're... What's that? said you're coming to Kansas City soon, aren't you? Well, my... you're com- I'm coming the 4th. The fourth. June fourth through the sixth. So we can talk more Raider football. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, we got to come out and see you. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, no, we have to. I'm just curious where you're actually performing at. What what venue are you doing? I don't know if it's a new club, but it's called the Comedy Club in Kansas City. Yeah, that's in Westport. It's just called the Comedy Club. Yeah, it's called the Comedy Club in Kansas City. If we're real creative out here, Con- we're real creative out here in Missouri. Whenever we come up with, uh, you know, venue names. <laughs> Well, you know what's so interesting? They're actually a chain, and they're really great comedy oh, okay. clubs. Okay. They're like they're owned by these guys who know how to run comedy clubs. So I'm super excited. They own they own one in uh, Oklahoma City, Tacoma, and Spokane. And we, you know, me and Eddie and XT have been playing those for a little while. So uh, I'm coming out by myself because it's going to only be 80 seats, mm-hmm. 80 seats awesome. each show. So it's not enough to do bring out a whole circus. So. 
but I'm excited to come out. You know, I'm like a I'm like a rapper that went to prison, comes out with like three albums. That's like that's where I am right now. I got so many jokes, so I'm ready just to get on stage and try to get the the timing back. So I'm excited to come out. I I really am. This is a good place to warm up, man. If you want to come back, man, there there's so much just you know love in Kansas City. Like like we appreciate just all kinds of people. We we really have that southern mentality. Where we we just show love like like all day. This Kansas City is a great city. Oh, you so, know, I'm so a little biased. I, I get it, but you know, yeah, you know, you're way to go out on the limb saying where you live is pretty cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, good for me. I've actually uh, never been to a comedy show. My girlfriend tried to get me to see uh, Daniel Sloth or Sloss. I, I can't say his last name. He's British. But uh, whenever he came through, but I had, a, I had a broken leg. I broke my leg like literally two weeks before and I couldn't make it. I was really excited to go because I've never I've actually never been to a comedy show, but I love Netflix specials. I, I love comedy like just uh, like everything else. They're way yeah. better live. I've been to two out at the improv in Zona Rosa and they're they're amazing live. Yeah. So I, I need to have that experience. This should be a good one for me. I, I have to I have to go. I'm going to have it to is go. interesting when people say they've never been to a comedy club to a certain age because it is. It is such an amazing experience. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy doing it, and I enjoy going and watching my friends perform. So it is kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, when people come to see shows, especially like a tinfoil hat, or even more, my big show that was at the Comedy Store, and let's all hope the Comedy Store comes back in its whole capacity. Uh, I, it's just the, it's the, it's, it's the craziest thing. Live? Like, uh, live is 10 times better than what you see on, on a special. It, it really is. Like, live is is just, you know, it's like watching, like, uh, you know, National Geographic or going and watching, like, White Tigers bite the fuck out of Siegfried Roy. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like so much better to watch two gay guys get bit than just to see, hear <laughs> yeah. about it, right? Yes. Absolutely. That makes sense. Man, I got to so ask... My some of my favorite comics, real quick, are out of Kansas City. Rick Ingram, Chris Porter, John Cheezer, all great comics. Kansas City's got a great comedy scene, dude. Now, the crazy thing is I used to play where, uh, what, what is it, is it Mizzou, Mizzou, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Now, they used to have a, a comedy club there called Deja Vu that was, should Sounds like a strip bar because I used to work at a strip bar called Deja Vu, right? And, uh, but it was this comedy club and, I gotta be honest with you, man. I was pretty blown away. I hadn't played. It's been probably 15 years. I think the club has since closed. But man, Missouri can get some LA super hot chicks. I gotta be honest. With you. <laughs> like, and my girlfriend's here listening, so she just loves hearing that. But it's like seriously, it's very impressive. You guys have some symmetrical faces out there, so it's pretty oh, good. Oh, thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> It makes me feel a little bit better about what I'm doing in my life. I need to get on my game, I guess. Shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you in Kansas City, man. And we'll, we'll all try and be there for sure. I know you're doing like a three-day set. You said Thursday through like Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that's my jam. I love Thursday through Saturday. I just want to get big enough that I don't have to play Sunday. Sunday shows are the fucking worst. It's like, who wants to see comedy on a fucking Sunday? There used to be this shithole comedy club called Crackers in Indiana, ran by a batshit crazy cunt. Sorry, is this a Christian show? But she's No, no, fuck no, fuck shit. no, man. And uh, so she used to they used to have Sunday shows. And this was way back in the day when, uh, dude, like Indiana, which is like the most 
redneck state out there, dude. Like the the Ku Klux Klan is from from Indiana. That's how fucking redneck this is. I, you guys got real quiet, like I'm offending you. About <laughs> no, no, fuck, no, no, <laughs> no. But it's just like, dude. Dude, they were dry on Sundays, man. They like you couldn't serve alcohol. Even when the cults first came, they couldn't serve beer, and they changed that real quick. Mm. But you know, you couldn't. So I would do stand up for a bunch of sober motherfuckers. And like, it's like, why am I even here? My whole thing is to sling drinks. It's like the biggest waste of time for me not to serve. So I don't know what that story was, but the point is, it's like, yeah, I only do it Thursday through. Saturday, which I'm super excited about. There you go. Enough with inside baseball. Yeah, what no, do you guys yeah, want? Yeah. To oh, okay, R- real quick, man. I just sexual lizard people. What do you guys want? <laughs> yeah, to talk n- about? none of that. Real. I just, man, I gotta ask you the Duncan Trussell um, Netflix that his episodes came out, which I wasn't even expecting it to be a podcast thing. I don't know what the fuck I was getting myself into whenever I started watching it. Have you watched Midnight Gospel at all? The the weird oh, yeah, animation, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, I interviewed uh, Duncan on my show. Uh, at the last episode, I, I, I talk about the last episode and, you know, I cry when I'm interviewing him because, you know, uh, I've known Duncan, Duncan's the reason I got picked up at the comedy store without Duncan, I wouldn't be a regular at the comedy store. And when his mother was dying, uh, you know, I would call him up to see how he's doing. And he would tell me that he, uh, you know, he's actually was happy that she was passing and. I didn't understand it, but I mean, I understood because she's in pain. He was super happy, but I couldn't really, really compute what he was saying. It's very hard for any of us, at least for me to say that, you know, to hear somebody say they were happy their mom was dying. So when she passed, I sent him a joke and I said, hey, man, I'm super happy your mom's dead. And I like (laughs) the worst joke I've ever said in my life. And I felt really bad. But it is my opinion that somebody fucked up and made a show that's so, uh, so important. So, I mean, like, they usually, they usually just serve us dog shit. It's like nothing but, like, fucking fast food crap to have something so spiritual hit, hit the airwaves. It's, it's like somebody had to make a mistake, you know. You have the episode, if you haven't seen there's an episode that basically features a guy in prison and how he's just three. over yeah, yeah, no, that's the third episode. Dude, that, that blew my fucking mind, man. The third episode yeah. of that. Well, based on what I see on your uh, around you, I can see that you guys are really into... I, I'm super happy to be talking to you, you know? You have Tesla, you have tribalism. I, I think that's JFK. So, you know, I can see that you guys... Uh, <laughs> is that fucking JFK? In, in, yeah. It is JFK. I don't even know. Society, right? So uh, I can see that you guys are free thinkers. So Duncan's basically there talking about what do you hear in the Tibetan Book of the Dead, which is that we are bo- born many times. We are, the, according to basically ancient Hindu, uh, ancient philosophies, that we are mortal gods brought down to this realm to learn the the the... the the, the lessons of the universe, which are don't lie and be kind and help others. And it takes us many lives to learn that. And that's what that episode is about, is about that we have to learn from our mistakes. If not, we are sent back to learn them until we get it done. And he gets more into it on my podcast, explaining exactly what is going on in that in that episode with all the art and all that stuff. But... Yeah, somebody fucked up and made a, a beautiful show that 
doesn't center around violence and sex and and just cutthroat stupidity and something that you watch and if you really start studying what's being said there you like you know the world is so much more interesting than pop culture or anything than our our institutions of learning pop culture wants you to know uh it's so much more beautiful and you know the thought that we are mortal gods is kind of makes sense we can control our environment and what we see and nobody teaches you that and so i think that was a very important episode and the last episode was mother which is like basically that death is only hard on the living and you shouldn't fear it because there's a rebirth coming you know obviously i have children and i would like to stay around for as long as i can so that they can make sure you know but when I die, it will probably be way harder on them than it will be on me. And, you know, I don't fear that. I don't want it right now just because I, I, I want to be able to take care of my kids and give them all the life lessons I've learned. But it's a very deep episode, and I think people need to, you know, study what they're saying in those episodes. Yeah, no, that, that whole TV show concept just blew my mind. That's why I wanted to bring it up to you because as somebody who's – barely into podcasting like like two years in i still feel like i'm barely into it but i'm like duncan trussell i'm like this is cool animation it almost looks like a um adventure time style animation i'm like oh i'll give this a shot like it's gotta be interesting and next thing i know i'm like blown away by it i'm like man almost this is such a crazy fucking idea man for a show any i just i just wanted to get your opinion on well, it you, you, know you know that the guy who did so it crazy. the guy who did adventure time right no, I didn't know that. that. Oh, I didn't the know same that. Artist? Yeah. I mean, it yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. I was like, dude, which I love Adventure Time. I I love I love that cartoon. Like I I yeah, whenever he, yeah. He, he approached Duncan, said he loves your podcast and would love to do something with it. And if you watch the show from uh, episode one all the way to the last episode, the show uh, really grows and finds itself. And and again, I think somebody fucked up because it does not seem. <laughs> to be what modern Hollywood is into putting out, which is brain rot, uh, fill your brain with useless knowledge bullshit. You know, people always like to say that, you know, people are getting dumber, and I totally disagree with that. I think people are just saturated with more useless knowledge. You know, Russian peasants from the 1500s weren't rocket scientists. They just weren't getting bombarded with what black dick fucking Kim Kardashian's band today, you know? And that's really what it is. It's just like we get hit with the stupid. So during this this pandemic that we're all going through, I tell people, turn off the TV, and you'll be amazed at how not bad it is right now. And, yes, if you have elderly people, if you have uh, immune uh, auto people with immune system deficiencies, you got to watch yourself. But if you don't watch the news, you wouldn't under, You wouldn't even know that we're supposedly this is the worst thing that ever happened. And uh, so, you know, somebody fucked up making that show, in my opinion. <laughs> Fantastic, man. And I mean that in a good way, not a bad yeah, way. I mean, like, yes. hopefully it will change the game because, you know, they want to keep every it's it's like my with the health and the health. Uh, uh, industry that we have in this country. It's like there's collusion across the board. They all agree to keep the price at this level. Nobody wants to go below it. You know, that's not free. I keep hearing free market from these fucking libertarians. And I, I probably most likely uh, identify with libertarianism 
because I'm an old school liberal, and that seems to be what libertarian leans towards. But make no doubts about it, there is no free market in our health uh, uh, industrial complex. There's none. There is occlusion across the board. They all agree to keep it up. Free, you know, free market is cell phones, hamburgers. I mean, like, dude, I can get like I can get a sixteen dollar hamburger if I want. I can also get a dollar hamburger if I want. That's free market. I have options. That's not an insurance. I can't go get a discount health insurance. It just doesn't exist. And that's across the board. And, and you know, a big thing is like it, I wish I, I the Libertarian Party is great. But just like all the other parties, it is corrupt at the top. All the people who run it are completely paid off and they are purposely driving the fucking boat into an iceberg. So and so let me let me ask you this really quick since the fact that you're bringing this up because I'm really I'm really big on the fact that the federal government is entirely corrupt and I mean pretty much every institution in America right now is is pretty fucking fucked up right now in my opinion. But I feel like whenever, because we've had certain people on that bring up like lizard people and shit like that, which I don't know your view on that, but I'm like, man, it almost takes away the average thinker away from, and they go, oh, that's just insane. They're getting packaged into this one conspiracy theory group here. And and they just like, oh no, that's like, I want to say like a chill almost, but it, it's it's weird whenever you hear really far out there conspiracy theories but really um shit you can look at that that's bad within america which is just these horribly corrupted institutions like especially the federal government's probably the worst but um no it's it's hard it's, it's hard to like when you have someone speaking truth out of their mouth talking about how everything is corrupt and politics is corrupt and Capitalism currently, because we don't have true capitalism or free market, like you mentioned, Sam, right. is corrupt right. right now. But so you're like, man, I agree with everything they're saying, and they're making a lot of sense, and they've probably got some true facts. And then a second after that, they mention lizard people living on the moon, stealing your babies. You're like, I shouldn't listen to this the, person anymore. The general voting public or the general, you know, population can't can't grasp that, and they go, oh well, that, that's just, yeah, and they don't I want to associate. To that, I tell you, it's not my fucking job to convince anybody of anything. So, uh, you know, that's my rules of the Ronin. You know, you do not, number three is you do not give knowledge to those who do not seek it. And that's just the truth. And, and the, listen, man, whatever, whatever it is, okay, there is a moment, there is something that's between monkey to man, the missing link. Nobody knows what that is. What really sounds that when you plug it in makes sense is Anunnaki. Right. Who are aliens. the Anunnaki? Right. Fucking aliens. I, I love the History Channel, bro. I love <laughs> aliens. Anunnaki I love the History Channel. Yeah, Come on. Easily be the Anunnaki could easily be aliens, or if you believe in realms, uh, so uh, above, so below, as above, so below, which comes from that there are seven realms above us, seven realms below us. Okay. There's 15 realms. Though at one of the lower realms is this group of demons. And the Anunnaki could easily be demons. If you listen to Santos Bonacci, uh, my episode I did with um, Eddie Bravo and Santos Bonacci, he talks about the, the realms. And this realm, there are these demons that made a deal with this group of people. So what we're talking about here is some shit that's very, very, very black belt, if not red belt discussion that not everybody is ready for. So all I say to you is this. How is Obama related to the Bushes? 
How is Obama's grandfather a ninth cousin of George Bush Sr.? How does how does Queen Elizabeth uh, openly talk about how she is related to not only the Prophet Muhammad, a direct descendant, also Vlad the Impaler? And what do I mean by that? That means that there is a small group of people that are very much related to each other. Uh, and, like, you go, well, Seb... Well, we're all related at some point. Like, how far back do you have to go before you find a common ancestor between me and, like, Bill Burr or me and Obama? I guarantee you it's more than nine generations. Now, nine generations sounds like a lot to a lot of people. Well, I know somebody who has a mother that's 92 years old. Her, she has a sister, okay, so that's one to... That's one generation, two generations. That sister has a child, okay? That's three generations. That child has a great-grandchild. That is four generations. That is in one lifetime. So we're talking two lifetimes. That's not that much, guys. And we're talking the older you go back, the quicker people had children. So it's not even that far at all, okay? So the point is, like, why are all these people all related? Okay. Why? That's who it is. So when people say lizard people, I know David Icke says it, and he talks about how there's different vibrations and stuff like that. That's some very, very advanced shit to be talking about, okay? Oh, for you sure. Know, and, that, and that's what, real, and I'll finish up real quick, is that that's what it is. Like, if you have a black belt in conspiracies, doesn't mean you believe everything. It just means you can have a conversation about it, right? So if you come to me and you say, hey, Michelle Obama is a giant chocolate dong, okay? Am, am I Everybody already knew that. Right? Am I going to run around crazy like the sky's falling? No. I'm going to be like, okay, I, not my thing, but what do you? I, I want to hear what you have to say about it. And that's what I'm talking about. We can't save everybody, dude. We can't even get these people to believe on who shot JFK, okay? How are we going to get them to understand that there's a ruling class that's been putting us— You know, there's a saying that goes— don't go to bed angry. Do you know why they say that? Mm -mm. Well, because there's this. Have you ever studied the moon? Oh. If you study the moon, you'll realize that it makes no sense. What the moon makes no sense when you take it into this understanding, this belief that we are on a rock, turning this way at a certain degree of speed, why we go this way at a certain speed, but yet this moon, which is way too big to be in our actual gravitational force, it's way too big and is the only thing in our universe that is in a perfect symmetrical orbit that never changes. There are times, there are cultures which talk about when there was no moon. So there's a, if you, the whole thing is that there's something about the moon is an energy. Uh, it, it's, it basically sucks in our energy and they feed off our negative energy, which is you get into the uh, Tibetan Book of the Dead, which goes back to what we we're talking about, the Duncan Trussell, you learn from your past. So there's a lot of shit out there that nobody understands. I'm going to say something that people are going to call me completely retarded for well, saying. Well, how stoned are you right now would be my next question after hearing that. Uh, but... I'm sober, dude. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. I'm just fucking um, with you, man. The laws of physics were created by most likely Freemasons and Jesuits to keep us in a box so that all this amazing stuff that happens outside this this box of laws, okay, the laws of physics, gets dismissed automatically. And there's so much more 
amazing shit out there that people don't understand. And that's well, how I, that's and, it, and it's belief. and it's worked, has it has it not? And and that's one thing that we talk about on this podcast a lot is how we're under a corporate oligarchy. And I think it's very obvious that that's what we've been under. And just what you explained there, I, I, I never looked at it in that way, that there are different degrees to, to look into conspiracies and, and we may not be ready for some of those. I think that's completely. We're I, all I, ready for aliens. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everybody's ready for fucking aliens. But I mean, that's what we're big on, Sam, in this podcast is that I mean, a lot of podcasts we talked about is just the corporate oligarchy that we that we're in, man. And. What yeah, are, what, I, I'm with you on that, too. And. You know what? There's different degrees, and I, I I I find it very interesting that that some pe- like I have friends of mine, like let's say somebody like Jimmy Dore. I don't know if you guys know who Jimmy Dore is. He has a wonderful political uh, podcast, right? He's like he's really in, and like someone like Abby Martin, really great. They're into geopolitical. They're into uh, media corruption. They're into um, uh, corruption that starts war, all this stuff like that. And, and, but they stop at certain things like false flags, um, NASA's no good, you know, the, the lies that NASA told us. They stop there. And what all I've got to say to that is like, take your skepticism of whatever conspiracy you're into and apply that to these other kind of conspiracies. And I'll never shoot down a conspiracy. I always listen to it, but it doesn't mean I always will believe it, but I'll listen to it. And I think that's kind of interesting when some people are into some conspiracies, but not all, not, but are open-minded to hearing other conspiracies, well, which I find very interesting. I think you put it, you put it best at the very beginning of this, which I didn't even realize you talked about like your, your rules and you said your third rule about you're not there to teach other people. And I never thought yeah. about it that way because when we do this podcast, we're trying, we're not educating people, but we are talking about stuff we believe in. So when I talked about like, oh man, if you talk about something reasonable and then you talk about something that I deem unreasonable, like lizard people, then nobody's going to believe you. But I didn't think about the fact that like, I mean, we all love discussing conspiracy theories. We talk about it all the time, but we don't talk about it as much on the podcast for that reason, because there's things that we feel are super important to talk about. And we feel like if we say the other things, the people might not trust us as well if we were to talk about conspiracy theory kind of stuff. In general, I did. I respect that. And again, I mean, I hope you guys didn't take it as being like, no, 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 nothing like that. Not not at all. But uh, I'm the same way with Flat Earth. My best friend is Eddie Bravo. He's a Flat Earth guy. It is not my thing. It's just not my thing. I believe in realms. Okay, that's what I believe in. But, you know, there's people who once you hear Flat Earth, they completely dismiss everything. Once you say Flat Earth, you become Charlie Brown's mom, and you're just like, wah, 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 wah. Exactly. And no one's listened to you after that. So I always go, what is, what is, you know, what's the best way to operate there? And like, but I also know that there's, you know, some people aren't going to, excuse me, aren't going to hear anything you have to say. So here are my rules of the Roni. I've made these rules, and these rules are about not getting in to identity politics, okay, which is really, and the rules of the Ronin are one. Number one, I am part of no group, okay? Two, I do not defend those I do not personally know, okay? Three, I do not defend, I, def, I defend no action or decision that I was not personally uh, a part of making, okay? And number four, I do not spread knowledge to those who do not seek it. And five, 
we right the wrongs. And some people will be like, well, dude, uh, fucking three and five, fucking they conflict. No, they don't when you understand it. Okay? And the understand is I know that we are committing genocide in Yemen. I want to do whatever I can to stop that. I don't need to know the two people involved, okay? But when some people are just defending Hillary, and we'll even say some people defending Trump because they have an R and a D by their name, you're committing identity politics, and you're why fucking uh, we can't get along on anything, dude. You know, the defending of Bill Gates, when people don't even know, even in the face of so much facts that what a scumbag this is, is all identity politics. And that's what we're talking about. A true Ronin, no lords, no masters, is part of no group, dude. Is, is, there, any, is, is there any CEO billionaire who's made it to that precipice where they are financially? That isn't like fucked in a little bit of way because I, I have this weird thing that I'm like, man, money, even even though like somebody like Elon Musk and I really, man, I was so big on Elon Musk and um, in which I, I still am. I, I still am big on Elon Musk. But man, it's so hard to believe somebody with so much influence and so much power as far as that goes. Is there anybody that doesn't become corrupted at some point because of because of money or their position of power? Is that just inevitable, basically? Well, I mean, like. Everything. I, I, I listen, man. There's an old saying: you have a better chance of getting, you know, a camel through the eye of needle than a uh, rich man into heaven. And uh, you know that might be true. I don't want to condemn all people, all things, but you know, when when you take a look at like the two-party system, the R's and the D's, and like the D's supposedly represent liberals, and I'm a very old-school liberal. I'm not a social justice warrior. I'm not a lefty. I'm not any of that shit. I'm an old school liberal. Live and let live, which, you know, is traditionally um, connected to conservatism. It is not. It is 100% a liberal idea. Just like guns, just like speaking out against the government, when they were put out, those were shocking liberal ideas, okay? So that's what I am. But, you know, we take a look at the two-party system and you take a look at the DNC. And the reason it's not working is because real liberals don't run for office. Real liberals do all their work on a local level. They work at hospitals. They work at homeless shelters. They work and they help people on a local. They don't run for power. They, that's not their thing. So these people that are representing us or representing the liberal side are just scumbag liars. And that's why they're taking a beating right now because in order to compete at that high level, you have to suck the dicks of corporate fucking America. And a real liberal doesn't want to do that. The real liberal are people over profits. And, you know, there's some people get mad at me about conservatism. And listen, dude, I'm telling you, liberal, uh, I, the people who think they're conservatives I, are very much probably old school liberals right now. Something happened about five, six years ago. The, the, the RNC ditched the religious right, which was dragging them down. And there was a discussion how uh, there will never be another Republican president again because the religious right was so out of touch with what was going on in the rest of America. At some point, they cut that loose. And they said, you guys are your own thing. We're going to be more the business party. Uh, and that's why they won. And so that's why. Do I think there could be a good a good liberal out there? I mean, a good person. Excuse me, not liberal, but a, a, a billionaire who who's a good person. I mean, it's possible, but 
I think there comes a little bit of psychopath to want to get to that, to get to that level of money. Like, cause at some point you're like, I got enough money. I'm doing good. You know, I, I, I own Bitcoin. Right. And they say Bitcoin could get up to $300 million of Bitcoin that one guy had. That's it. the only way I'm going to get to be a billionaire is if that thing explodes so much. And I have like six or seven of them. If that happens, everybody's getting paid, brother. <laughs> Shit. Speaking of, of billionaires, man, Bill Gates, and I know I originally emailed you and wanted to talk about him a little bit. Um, and we were talking outside about just, you know, just a general conspiracy. And I, I think that there's a lot of weight. Just like with uh, when I watched your and Eddie Bravo's podcast when he came on last on your show, that clip that CBS came out with about how Jeffrey or how Bill Gates was actually flying on his plane, went to the island. Like, just shed some light on that, man. That is fucking wild. How the fuck do we it's forget about a, Epstein, it's man? It's not only fuck. that, but he is a, um, he is a, uh, what is it called? A, um, the board of, he is, uh, what's it called when you're basically in control of, uh, of his Stone's te- estate? Um, not board a trustee? of regents. Trustee. He's a trustee of Epstein's, uh, basically his, his, his business of no fucking way yeah dude and uh yeah dude he he was funding him well after everybody told him everything that was going on with with uh uh, epstein bill gates continued bill gates is a fraud everything about him is a fraud he is well spoken because that's all he has to do is speak he is a fraud everything about him's a fraud the story about him's a fraud he's not a self-made man his father ran the fucking federal reserve of uh washington okay his mother worked at ibm he stole the operating system for microsoft microsoft's logo is the swastika Okay, I mean, like everything he's been he's about to be sued in Italy. So that would make three countries suing him. Bill Gates is a fraud. Okay, he's a real life penguin from the fucking Batman fucking comic book. He's got pedo skin, which looks like mozzarella cheese on your fucking pizza. He's a fucking scumbag and he needs his ass beat, dude. And he shouldn't be allowed to walk freely, dude. And if I'm, here's what I'm telling you, brother. We are entering a, a very, very interesting time in humanity and especially in this country it is my belief that trump will most likely win well first of all joe biden is purposely thrown the game so that hillary can walk in at the last second and run for the dnc and that's still, didn't he, that's didn't still he just say out, didn't joe biden just say if, if you're uh you're not black if you don't vote for me yes he just he did yes. just say that you gotta but, be fucking kidding me man how the well, fuck yeah, can you say that he said that he said that because he want he doesn't want you to take to pay attention to these tapes that were just released of him doing pro quo with the Ukrainian government. And though that, that audio just got released where he basically told them, listen, take care of this or else you're not getting the money, which is what Trump went to, um, was impeached or attempted to impeach him on. Is that the same video that's been out for years now that you've been able to access when he was having that conversation with those people in Ukraine? Is that the same? No, no, no. That, that is the CFR in which he admits to it which is hilarious. But this is the actual conversation where he's talking to the uh, Ukrainian leader about it. Now, it is my belief that that conversation is being leaked by Hillary Clinton. She's leaking that to cripple his, his already fake campaign so that at the end, everyone is begging Hillary to run so she can step in at the last second because Hillary's so old and dumb. 
she doesn't, and she's not dumb. She's honestly diabolical, but she's dumb in the fact that she doesn't really know what's going on in the internet. She doesn't understand it. And she doesn't realize every time one of her social media people puts something out about her, she gets beat like a pinata. So her, 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 you know, Obama's brand, Clinton's brand, Gates' brand, all dead. All dead. And it is my belief that Trump will be the last of the two-party candidates that people will vote for. Unless Trump really honestly does what he said he's going to do, starts arresting these people, which I don't see it happening, okay? People will be done, and I'm telling you, he's going to be the last of the two-party candidates, in my opinion. Well, it's just crazy to look at. I'm, I'm only 29 years old, and looking back on um, presidential candidates and everything, I've never had a president in my life that hasn't gone two terms. No. So, I mean, statistically, right there. You can look, you can actually look it up and go all the way back to the beginning. Statistically, it's like, it's really high. It's like 86% are always reelected. What year were you born? I'm 91. Oh, yeah. So you were after George Bush Sr. was the last. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then before that was Jimmy Carter. But, yeah. I mean, dude, when George Bush got reelected after lying to everybody about what was going on. I, and the, the Patriot whole, Act and everything. That motherfucker's oh. painting oil oil paintings right now like like somewhere like i don't just coked out of his mind no probably not coked out of his mind the whole <laughs> kavanaugh hearing was a sham right that that woman who accused him of it her father uh she's cia her father was in charge of finding funding for cia black ops and that she works at stanford and she works at the intern program for the cia at stanford she was. It was a complete utter scam, and it was done so you didn't look at Kavanaugh's history. And Kavanaugh's history was he was part of the Vince Foster cover-up. He wrote the Patriot Act. He uh, he believes that the uh, the president is above the law. He believe, doesn't believe in search warrants. He believes in the military. Uh, he believes in the military. Uh, um, a police force, basically martial law, and he doesn't believe that the government shouldn't be allowed to uh, spy on you, and that's why I'm they did like, that whole thing. Talking about like full-on like totalitarianism or authoritarianism. Well, th this is what really pisses me off because, as far as like early, you know, or early 1800s, uh, Americans were were fighting against to get away from Britain and this um, family monarchy, basically that came through bloodlines. Basically, we're like. Man, just because you're born into something doesn't mean you get to rule us was the big thing. I think the big picture. And now we have the same thing happening right now to where it's what families you're born into that get to fucking run shit. It's no fucking different. I don't see any different than a monarchy to what we have right now. Because if you're not born into a political family, good fucking luck getting votes fucking somewhere. Because that's yep. where the money's at. It's the same thing, but they just... It's just set up differently, and it always happens this way, and it's so frustrating it's for like me. The only slight difference is it's and money now instead of and blood. That, and that's how I view hierarchies. I'm like, no, when, it's still blood, dude. It's still no, blood. No, I agree. I agree. It's ridiculous. It's it's this hierarchy. It's it's this hierarchy that will always happen. It's it's almost the human flaw. At some point, whenever you look at it through through history, it's almost unavoidable. Like it'll happen again. Like the best thing that could happen is I think fuck the federal government. We restructure, we do things differently, maybe even, you know, divvy up some of that power to where it's governed, you know, West, um, Midwest, and then, and then East Coast is completely almost like separate countries nearly, 
That way, at least people can have you know better governing abilities as far as your vote goes and who you but are as a person. I, and this is where I, I, I know I know I'm getting a little. I disagree with you on that because look, with all these governors who have powers, you have 50 different governors controlling everything that's happening right now with the situation that the pandemic that's going on. And these governors, some of these governors are taking that way too far, and they're they're making restrictions. And granted, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying that I'm any right in any way, shape, or form. But some of these guys, like Los Angeles, this dude's saying Los Angeles is not going to open until August. Right, so these guys have these governors have powers that are un, unimaginable. So I I don't know it's if just, breaking up, breaking off into separate countries would be the right way. But sorry, Jesse, and I, I know, but just some kind of divvying up of power. There's too much power in the fucking federal government, and it's literally the thing that we fucking fought against to create this country is what this country is right now. It's you just look at it. It's it's plain and there. That's not even a conspiracy theory in my opinion. That is blatant right in front of your fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the biggest thing is that it's not real. It's just like we have all the power and, and just nobody realizes that. And, you know, whenever we push back, they fold hard because they know we are the power. And if you take a look at California, like L.A. will be closed till August, right? That's what you're saying? It's crazy. But Huntington Beach is wide open. Why? Because they fucking push back. And whenever you push back, the powers of be fucking fold i mean like everyone's like oh dude what you know these cocks and they're like hatred of dude dude, anybody that doesn't understand the history of guns and sits there and says that we we don't need guns is fucking lost now if you're a woman if you're gay if you're an ethnic minority and you don't know the history of guns you're in for a rude awakening because when guns go, okay, you become marginalized, all right? And it's the history of it, brother. And that's how it goes. These We have a bunch of people that don't know history, born into the lap of luxury, and they just fucking want to fly because they think everything's going to be fine. And you have these people who are millionaires who think they're part of the elites, and they are not. I mean, dude, elites are like generational old school money. People born in this world with $200 million. It's not just fucking show up and you hit the fucking lottery, okay? It's not that at all, okay? So we live. I live in California where we just had these huge fires, and you got to try to convince me it wasn't direct energy weapons when you had old school metal fucking. I mean, we're not talking this new millennium metal that fucking just melts and cries when its feelings are hurt. We're talking about old, old school metal melting. Now, forest fires at the highest levels burn at 1,200 degrees, okay? Metal burns at 1,500. How is that possible? Because it was direct energy weapons, and they're trying to get rid of all those fucking houses because they want to put a high-speed rail in there, and they don't want to pay trillions of dollars for the property. So you burn everything down, you condemn it, and you buy the pennies on the dollar, okay? So those houses that they were burning down, those are movie stars, movie producers, heads of studios, fucking houses, and they torch those motherfuckers like they were peasants. So it's like they don't get this thing, dude. We are the power. We are all the power. And when we push back. So I've been talking about this on my show, but the truth of the matter is, is that the uh, the, the Black Lives Matters march, the Women's March, and the Open Up March are all marching against the exact same people. 
but they can't get along because you got this media getting them all fighting with each other. They're all marching against cops overstepping their authority and the government taking away our personal rights. But they won't get along because they're being, first of all, uh, the people at the top ex- are all corrupt. These people starting these things are all taking Soros or Coke money, okay? But it w- but the average person is all marching against the same people, dude, which are fucking fucking violent cops and a government that's trying to tell you what you could do with your body and infringe on your constitutional rights and that's the fucking truth what do you i got so we did a podcast last week with the pat and brandon from the truth money freedom podcast and within the podcast and i'm just curious sam what your thoughts are when america broke away and we left and we and we came to america and then we've you know that this is what we've came to but anyways in 1971 is when we left the gold standard and uh, Brandon and Johnny put a, a link to the uh, to the website, right? Yeah, it's WTF yeah. happened in 1971. It talks about breaking away from the gold standard and the fact that the Federal Reserve was installed and that that's like basically the death of our economy right there and how you get people, like you said, Sam, about people being in power and they've got generational power and that's just a stronger way for them to continue to hold that. So my question, well, my question the, is... Uh, the Federal Reserve was installed in 1913. Oh, my bad. Was- my bad. By Woodrow Wilson, who is by far the worst president of, of, in history. It isn't even close. Woodrow Wilson is the worst president in the history of this country. He gave us pers- uh, personal tax when we were only supposed to have tax like that during war times. And he gave us the Federal Reserve. Nobody voted on them. They were done at, in fucking the dark of the night on Christmas Eve when nobody voted on them. Woodrow Wilson is the worst American ever to be alive. We should dig up his grave and fuck him up. And just fuck, and then bury him, and then dig him up again, and fuck him up some more. But I mean, I was just curious on your thoughts. So, like, up until 1971, when we did have a gold standard, do you think that that held true? Like, we actually in the, in in this graph, it shows that quality of life was good. You know, like the husband could go to work, he could, you know, go to everyone could go to college, he could pay for his kids' college, have a nice house, working at a fucking grocery store, right? But then in 1971, whenever we left the gold standard, that's when you see a decline in quality of life and you have both parents working two jobs just to make ends meet. And you see, you know, I, I don't, what are your thoughts on, on the gold standard? That was one of a part of it. Yes, of course, dude. It was about uh, just printing unlimited money. Uh, a lot to do, has to do with them just wanting to jack their cash. And then also make no doubts about it, the uh, lying of Bill Gay, Bill Clinton and Al Gore and what uh, free trade actually, excuse me, did to this country. Free trade destroyed this country. And we were lied to, okay? And uh, those two teams, those two, those two tag teamed us and where we are right now. Free, and that's why, like, people can say whatever they like about Trump. I mean, you know, I like a lot of things that he de- has done. There's a lot of things I don't like. But his pushback on free trade is huge. I mean, he's a nationalist, and he's fighting globalists. And it's like, where do you want to – if you had to choose by one of these two people, who would you want to live by, a fucking crime boss or a satanic pedophile? Which one you want to do? Those, those are your choices. And that's who's banging with each other right now. Trump isn't perfect. He doesn't walk on water. I'm not – you know, he's got a Zionist problem. There's things his administration is doing that I just fucking flat disagree with. But there's things that I like that he's doing more than the last five presidents combined, my opinion. I I think it it really comes down to the origin of the problem is how everything is run right now. Like the the federal government is so corrupt, man. I don't I don't think there's any way around it with how 
how our voting process goes and anything, it's got to be fundamentally redone, which is so scary for me to have that mentality because I know what that takes to change it, which is not just going to be some shaking of fucking hands, you know, in front of the fucking Bible, you know, out in front of the fucking White House. It's going to be some fucking serious shit. I just cussed way too much. You're talking that. about the stuff that nobody wants to, to talk down. about, about how people, down on that. people got to yeah. die. I mean, no, basically, yeah, no, people that's what it, is. it We have to fundamentally, in order, in my opinion, in order to really change this, which is a huge problem, man, that's going to take so much. That's, that's some scary, that's a scary mentality to have. Yep, yep. You got, you know, people did it for you. People did it for me. And we're gonna have to do it for the next generation. And if it is, it is what it is. I'd rather die on my feet than on my knees. So, if it is what it is, man, I don't want it. But I, if I gotta do it, I gotta do it. I agree with you. I agree with you. But the problem is, is that history is cyclical, and we've always gone through this fucking process. Like when, like, so let's say a new, like we overthrow, shit gets changed, shit's better. And then people get put in power. And this is what I always talk about as far as hierarchies go. I'm like, whenever there's a hierarchy, which is inevitable within humanity, hierarchies, people get put in positions of power over other people. Eventually, over a long enough period of time, they will abuse their position of power. And then that cycle happens again. It's, it's such a, man, is this just humanity? I don't, I don't fucking know. Because well, that's, that's my thing, is, man. Dude. Is that I? If there wasn't this group of people, which you you don't like the term lizard people, I just say because people know what it means. Who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for this group of people, I wonder if would there be any war? Would there be any crime? Would there be any poverty? Okay, and the answer is most likely no. We've always uh, believed that we, you know, that war and greed is in us. But since the beginning of time, these people have been ruling. Us. The people who assassinated Julius Caesar is the same group that assassinated JFK. They've been around that long. Black nobility's been around forever. These 13 families who made deals with these these demons, they've been running us. And you know what, man? I, I, dude, we might have to get ugly. Go after the city of London. Go after the Vatican. Go after these guys because that's where the power's at. And they don't give a shit about us. They sold their souls, man. And they know where they're going is bad. I, I, so we, I, I love that you brought up the Vatican because I literally – this is what I, I've said this. This will probably be like the fifth time I've said this on the podcast whenever the Vatican gets brought up. I'm like the Vatican is a festering scab that needs to be fucking lifted from the face of the earth. That, that place is so much corruption. It's insane. And it's – yeah, and it's just out there, and everybody knows. Movies get made about the corruption, and people yeah. just sit back and go, oh, wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> but we allow the fucking, you know, they're, they're still, you know, the, the fucking Jesuits, Vatican. The Jesuits run everything, and they get these idiots to blame the Jews, and it's just the truth. The Jesuits run everything. The 13 families run everything. The black nobility, they're all the same people. Hitler was a Rothschild. It's all the same shit. Dude. No shit. How, 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 tell me how Hitler was a, was a Rothschild. Through, his through father what? was named Olus Schreckenbecker. Changed his name to Olus fucking Hitler. His mother was Baron Rothschild's housemaiden. She got him. She got pregnant by him and took off to Austria. 
It's basically the story of Jon Snow, just bizarro evil version. Weird, man. I've never heard that before in my life. Hitler I've never died heard... in us. Hitler died in Argentina. He was smuggled out basically by the Jesuits down to Argentina, where a bunch of them all died peacefully. It was all, dude. There's in the creation of Israel. There are three. One name that is there for each bit of the journey. First of all, is the the Belfort uh, Agreement or Doctrine, that was where the, the Rothschilds were given the rights to what was then Palestine, okay? And then Hitler was a Rothschild, and then the actual creation of Israel all involved the Rothschilds, okay? So it is what it is, man. And uh, it's like these Kazarian motherfuckers, dude. And it's just but real. So I, I always I always really liked the Rothschild connection to the first um, stock market crash. What was it? Man, I'm I'm so fucking bad at this. It was in the 1920s in America, where the Rothschilds. I really love this. Talking about where they bought up everything and owned. Yeah, no, everything. where where they literally staged and and they freaked the fuck people out. Great Depression. And yeah, the like pre Great Depression to where they they had all this press influence as far as media goes, and they and they had this propaganda that made people start pulling out their money. Crashed the fucking stock market, and the Rothschilds was a part of this group of people that just bought up all this shit. I, I've I've always believed in that one. Well, like, if you look at what uh, the actual story that is told about the Rothschilds' rise to power, which I think is a lie, because they're they're part of the the original thirteen families, and uh, the Bushes are Rothschilds. Okay, uh, Abraham Lincoln was a Rothschild. Okay, these are all Rothschilds. And uh, basically what happened was that, um, so Napoleon loses the war to England. But what happened was that the Rothschilds told everybody that England lost the war. So everybody in England sold their bonds. So then the Rothschilds came in and bought all their bonds. And then they controlled the, the British pound. And that's how the story goes. They went to power. I don't think that's real. I think that's just a story kind of like the Facebook movie isn't real, okay? That didn't really happen. Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook. Those two twins didn't get it robbed from him. It was all a lie. If you look at, like, two th February 4th, 2004, okay, uh, the Pentagon stopped a program called LifeLog, okay? And that was a program which they would create something that would collect your data for your entire life. Do you know what day Facebook was basically registered as a business? February 4th, 2004, the exact same day. That movie and that story is all a lie, a foundation to basically, so people didn't realize that Facebook, Google are all CIA and Pornhub. There you go. It's weird. I haven't heard. Don't I take fucking Pornhub away from me, <laughs> goddammit. I is the CIA. I don't. Uh, uh, hey, thing. hey, I don't. I don't use Facebook because I I, I hate Facebook. I, I hated Facebook for different reasons. But then I heard. Uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix, which really was man. I can't fucking remember the name of it. Um, but you're. I know guys, what you're talking it, about. It had to do guys, with it. Guys, I hate to do. I have to go. I, I'm having some. You're good, man. Issues right now. You're good, brother. So my apologies. I owe you guys a second part of this. And I would love to uh, continue this conversation, but I got a kid emergency that just happened. So You're good, daddy's got to go. I hope to see you guys in Kansas City, and we'll go from there, okay? Thank you, Absolutely. sir. Thank Thanks, you Sam. So good much, to talk Sam. to you. Thanks for Thank joining us. Thank you really so much. sorry about this. My apologies. It's all good, man. No problem. All right. Bye, guys. Peace. Sorry. Take it easy.
Coolio. <clears throat> there you have it. Sam Tripoli joining Talk Junkies, man. That was uh, fun, exciting, exhilarating. A lot of information <laughs> within one hour. It's 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 cool to I will yeah, say it's cool to actually get to like man. yeah no to get to talk to the guy about some stuff that's not just like watching his like his podcast is entertaining, but not just watching that, but actually hear like real conversation there and everything. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Just picking his brain on certain subjects, just to see what his thoughts are about it, and it's very interesting to get it from that perspective as opposed to our own perspective. Yeah. And the guests that we've had and had on those conversations, which was really cool to actually ask or put into Truth Money and Freedom podcast, you know, like interject that into that podcast and see what he thinks. It's awesome, man. It's it's fucking cool. So, man, that ended ended abruptly. Um, <laughs> He's got, Man, he, dude, he's so got, I think cool. I'm pretty sure he's he, pretty sure he had twins. I could be wrong, but I, I, he has two new babies or it could be one. I'm pretty sure it's two and, uh, baby emergencies, man. I know all about that. So I'm, I'm dedicating myself right now to go to the, um, uh, my first comedy show. Let's we'll do it, Sam man. Tripoli. Comedy club. Comedy club. 100%. I don't care if I have to take off work. I don't care. If 80 people, pays. man. Sam, yeah. Sam, I might actually email you, man. Cause that's probably already sold out. So give us three tickets, man. Three tickets. <laughs> I'll I'll pay premium. Yeah, like, we'll I don't pay even premium, want it for free. I'll, I'll I'll give you three hundred bucks. I'll give you three hundred bucks just for my ticket. Put me in the back. Put me in the back. Just give me standing room. Um, man, that was so good. Um, one thing that I always like to bring up whenever, because typically conspiracy theory podcasts tend to get a little dismal, especially when we ever talk about government and and uh, we discussed you know what it would take to change things, and it's very scary. And it's very scary. So I think my biggest piece of information or, or wisdom, the little that I fucking have um, to give to people is just be a good person on a moment-to-moment -moment basis in who you interact with. I, I always say it like put away your shopping cart after you're done. Like the little things matter. Care about, don't, don't be so with the blinders on, like it's only you moving forward. It's, it's everyone else involved. 100%. Um, so that, that's the one little piece. I think that's what we all forget is that we're all in it together, man. And, yeah. like, and like he said, and I know that they talked about it with, with uh, Duncan Trussell and stuff like that. Like some people embrace dying. Like dying's just a part of life, man. And unfortunately, we're all divided. And in my opinion, what's currently happening right now is dividing us more than ever. And the one thing that we can do is just what you just said, Jesse. Care for one another. Be there for one another. We're going to get through whatever this is right now, and we're going to make it strong, man. Well, take, and don't let... Yeah, like you said, take the blinders off. But don't the let blinders the, off. But man. the blinders are the stuff that people don't realize, like the news, like the mainstream media, all this other stuff that's separating... Honestly, um, Sam put it better than I did in the past where I talked about how if you have $500,000 a year, like you're real close to poor people compared to millions. He went even higher. He said millions. Like if you're a... If you're a movie star that, that blew my fucking yeah mind. no if you, and he it's a valid point and it's what i said before if you're a movie star or if you're you think you have a ton of money you're a millionaire you make five hundred thousand a year you're like i'm above these peasants i'm above these poor people i shouldn't care about them so i'm gonna vote with the rich people you have no idea you're you're right next to the you're right next to the bottom on a, on a huge scale this is the poorest here's the millionaires you know here's the millionaires and then everybody uh, like the billionaires are way up here. The people mm -hmm. who control the shit are way above you. Don't think you're close to them. You should be siding. Actually, you shouldn't be siding at all. But just, man, treat other people with respect. Take it moment. We're to all moment. humans. Take it moment to moment. Be kind to other people. Yes. Be respectful to other people. This shouldn't have to be reiterated so much, but so much I see. And maybe it's just like what media is showing is just the worst of humanity. Like 
the one percent. What they do, man. We you know, we went over but, it, man. But no, I, it, it probably doesn't need to be reiterated. But it, it's 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 important. Thank but. you, thank you, Sam, for coming on Talk Junkies, man. I, I greatly appreciate Sam it. Sam Tripoli, baby. Yes, man, that was fucking awesome, dude. I, ah, I wanted it to go longer. I really did. I was super pumped for that one. You should have seen us before we had him on. Like we were really like, man, this is this is a It'd big a good one. one. Yeah, 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 man. But that was. I feel like it was good. It was, man. So hopefully it was good. Hey, if you if you <laughs> like he enjoyed, it. if you like the video, uh, definitely comment below on any, on anything that you heard within the podcast that you may question or have concerns with, and just just lay it out there in a comment, man. Johnny and I, and, and <clears throat> mainly Johnny and I, look at the comments. Johnny might start replying to comments. I don't know. We'll see. I rarely reply. I do look at every single one. I just yeah. rarely reply. That's so maybe Paul. maybe you'll start replying, but um. Definitely comment below. Hit that like button to uh, to break the algorithms, man. Because talk junkies, we're trying to fucking build upon this greatness and having even you know just greater get or having more guests come on the show. But yes, on comment. The- hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell notification to all our junkies out there. Stay fly and ring the bell. So I just press stop recording, right? Yep. That's it. And then. Yes. Fucking...